Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Patriots Report. I'm Christopher Price of the Boston Globe. Today we're joined by Jake Portinsky. Jake is the host of Heard in 10, a Bills podcast heard here on the Believe Podcast Network. You can also find him on Twitter at NFL. Jake, I want to start with a question about the anxiety level in upstate New York for this one. I get the sense that the Bills fan base is a little keyed up for Monday, maybe even more so than usual. On your great podcast, Heard in 10, I heard you call this a season-defining game. Explain why. Yeah, this this is a very nerve-wracking game. I think coming into the season with this primetime game slotted at this time late in the season, I don't think a lot of Bills fans were really looking at this game as a particularly anxiety-provoking game. However, now... We sit in second place with the New England Patriots at eight and four in first place. And the Bills are looking at this game and the fans are looking at this game. And this is potentially the toughest matchup for the Buffalo Bills this season. This game to me is season defining because as a Bills fan, I look at this and I go, if the Bills cannot win this game, I don't know if they can win the play. I don't know if they can make the playoffs. I don't know if they deserve to make the playoffs. You have to be able to beat the New England Patriots. The AFC East, although last season went through the Buffalo Bills, for the last 20 years, it did go through the New England Patriots. So I'm still feeling like that is what this division is right now. And the Buffalo Bills are going to have to prove it on Monday night. A lot of the expectations for this game, I think, were set. And obviously, last year was last year, and, and this year is a whole different you know, ball of wax. But I, I go back to last year's Monday night game in Foxborough, and it felt like in that game that the Bills vanquished an awful lot of those ghosts that had kind of bedeviled them over the years when it came to the Patriots-Bills rivalry. What's your opinion on that? What do you remember about that game? And how much of that can be translated moving forward into this one? Yeah, I mean, that was a huge game. It was kind of a monkey off your back type of game. We had felt like we finally turned the corner. I think that that's the best way to describe that game. Coming into this game, it's a very different scenario because in my opinion, we're looking at a very different New England Patriots team. Mm -hmm. Sure, they still have coach Bill Belichick running the show there. And that, of course, means consistency and hard work. But you now have a quarterback that you can trust that I, as a Bills fan, am afraid of. When I look at a guy like Mac Jones, I see a guy who's becoming very comfortable in the pocket. Every single week, he looks a little more confident. And this is the exact reason why, as a Bills fan, I was hoping and a lot of my listeners were hoping that the Bills were going to face off with the New England Patriots earlier on in the season Mm -hmm. before they had it figured out. Now, that, of course, is not the case. The Patriots have figured it out at this point. And once again, those ghosts have come back to haunt us. I think we're going into this game, and I still think there is that monkey on the back just because of the fact that the Patriots are just not the same team they were last year. They look a lot more complete. They have a lot of defensive players that they were missing. And of course, they have a confident quarterback in Mac Jones right now. 
I'm glad you bring up Mac Jones because that leads me to my next question. And obviously every game is different. Every quarterback is different. Every situation is different. But how is Leslie Frazier done when it comes to scheming against rookie quarterbacks? And how do you see him attacking Mac Jones come Monday night? This is an interesting one. I think that the Bills have had a lot of success in that category. However, Mac Jones is an interesting player because he's the type of guy that won't force it. So I think that you're going to see Frazier really try to dial up some pressure, particularly because we are missing Tredavious White now for the rest of the season. And that, of course, is a huge loss in our defensive secondary. So I think there's going to be an opportunity for the Bills to really put pressure on Mac Jones early on in the game. He may not make those interception throws. However, you might be able to put enough pressure to get him to throw the ball away and force him in long third and down, third down and tens, third down and nines, those types of situations. I think that that's really where the Bills need to go. We know that the New England Patriots are going to try to run the ball successfully and they may see some success. Now, the Bills are an interesting defensive unit because they've been really good against the run against teams that don't have a superstar running back. and. Fortunately, the Patriots do not have that superstar running back. They have a really good group of running backs, but they don't have anyone that's really uh, an upper echelon guy. So that bodes well for the Buffalo Bills. I do also think the safeties are going to have to get really involved in this game because I think the Bills defensive secondary is going to need a lot of extra help that in the past they have not necessarily needed. I know that all yardage totals need to be placed in some sort of context. You know, games out of hand in the fourth quarter, the rushing totals probably, you know, increase. I don't want to call them garbage yards, but, you know, they, they kind of are what they are. We saw it last week for the Patriots. They soundly defeated the Titans, but they also gave up a bunch of yards on the ground. Uh, that being said, you know, the Bills, and you bring this up, the Bills have, you know, struggled at times against superstar running backs. If you're Bill Belichick and you're putting on the film this week, are you, would you be surprised to see the Patriots try and maybe run the ball a little bit more given the imbalance in the overall numbers? Or do you think the Patriots are going to end up kind of going, you know, 50% pass, 50% run? You think it's going to be a little bit more even? Personally, I think we're going to see more of that balance, that 50-50, just for the plain reason that the Bills' secondary is kind of untested here. We have Dane Jackson, a seventh-round cornerback, stepping in this week, and you better believe Bill Belichick is going to attack him early and often. Mm -hmm. Now, the question becomes, what happens later on in the game? Do you start to shift to that run game? And I really think it's also going to be the weather. I think it's currently supposed to be good weather, relatively clear. That's also going to make a big difference of whether the Patriots are going to run more or run less. I do think that there's going to be a lot of passing in this game. Also specifically because I think the Patriots are expecting the Buffalo Bills to come out firing on all cylinders and hopefully putting up some points early on in the game. How do they, how do they adapt? to the loss of, of White. I, I know that you guys have, have kicked us around a little bit, but it's going to be fascinating to see, I think, from this perspective. And you bring up a really good point that maybe you get the safeties a little bit more involved. You know, I, I know that Buffalo plays a little bit more zone, and I think that figures into the conversation as well. But long-term, how does this Buffalo defense deal with a loss of a guy like that? It's very tricky. It's, it's a tough loss. It's, in my opinion, pretty much the worst loss we could have had 
in some regards, losing Josh Allen wouldn't have been as bad because you have Mitchell Trubisky, who's a solid quarterback who could come in and probably still get a couple wins. You now have an unproven seventh rounder stepping in for Tredavious White, who's considered one of the best cornerbacks in the league. So I think it's a very difficult situation to handle, but I think the way the Bills do it is they really provide that safety help. Like you said already, the Buffalo Bills run a lot of zone defenses, and I think they're going to continue to do that. But I do think we're going to see the safeties shifting a little further over to wherever Dane Jackson is because I think he's going to need a lot of help quite desperately pretty much in every game for the rest of the season. Jake, I love this stat. I really don't have a question here, but I just kind of wanted to get your take on this. It's from Mike Giardi of the NFL Network, a friend of the pod. Josh Allen could be the first quarterback to defeat Bill Belichick in three straight games since Eli Manning did it in, from 2007 to 2011. Three straight wins versus Belichick is the longest streak by any quarterback since 2000. And this is a really odd group. Some of the names are, are you know, will jump out at you. And some of the names you go, whoa, wait a minute here. Uh, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Jay Fiedler, Vinny Testaverde, Drew Brees, and Jake Plummer. That's unbelievable. You know, you can't see me, but I am smiling <laughs> ear to ear. I mean, it, it's a beautiful thing. The Buffalo Bills and their fans have been waiting so long for a quarterback to come in who not only is really capable, but can beat the best of the best. And that is what Bill Belichick is. How much I might hate the Patriots for being so great. I appreciate what they've done. So the fact that a guy like Josh Allen can come in and do that or potentially do that is unbelievable. It means so much to the Bills. A game like this is almost like our Super Bowl because we have not been there in quite some time. It's an amazing stat to hear, but it's also an interesting stat because it shows you just how big this game is. The players may say they're a week-to-week team and they focus every week and they forget about the week prior and all they do is that. And then as soon as that game is done, they go to the next. But let's be honest. If Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills beat the Patriots, they're not just going to forget about it on Tuesday morning. They're going to enjoy that win. And vice versa, if the Patriots win, it will be the same thing because the Patriots want to prove that they are still the team to beat in this AFC East division. From the outside, it looks like Buffalo has had some offensive line woes, whether it's injury, ineffective play, whatever the case may be. When the Bills have been successful this year, how have, they been, how have they been able to camouflage those drawbacks along the offensive line? The biggest thing, honestly, at this point is injuries. The Bills' offensive line has not really been able to stay healthy and have their top guys out there, and I think that's the biggest problem. They've had their most success when they don't have those injuries, when they have their rookie in there at right tackle. Those things make the biggest difference. Spencer Brown is really the key piece to this offensive line functioning. I think when he's out, it's very difficult, as you said, to camouflage this issue. There is no question that even with everyone healthy, this Buffalo Bills offensive line is not playing well. I think the best way to camouflage it is to run successfully. And we've seen with Matt Breida, we've seen a little bit of that success in the run game. And immediately with that success, 
it's opened up opportunities for Josh Allen. And we saw that against the New Orleans Saints in prime time just last week. We saw that as soon as Brita saw some success in the run game, Josh Allen was able to use play action and really take advantage. And I think that that's the biggest thing here because you're going to have to fool the Patriots a little bit. You're going to have to get them back on their heels. And if you're not able to run the ball, they're just going to come after Josh Allen and he's going to have a really tough, tough day. Matt Breida strikes me as the kind of guy who might be in a quote-unquote under-the-radar type going into this game that we're not necessarily talking an awful lot about, at least from a New England perspective. Give me another, maybe one or two more names of guys who have a chance to be an impact, who have a chance to be impact players on Monday night who maybe we wouldn't necessarily think of. I think another key guy might be Gabriel Davis. You know, he's fallen off this season because last season he had a great rookie season. He showed a lot of promise. He also had a lot of success in the red zone. We have not necessarily seen that consistency that we saw last season, but in the last few weeks, you've definitely seen him step up. Now, part of that was when Dawson Knox went down, but another part of it is just Josh Allen trusting in him. And I think that's a guy you really got to watch out for because when you look at the Bills offense, when you look at their receivers, of course, teams teams are going to key in on Stefan Diggs. They're going to key on Emmanuel Sanders because of his speed. But then you have these secondary players like a Gabriel Davis, like a Dawson Knox, who can really burn you in the middle of the field. And that's something where I think the Bills can take advantage. And I think it's something for the Patriots to really watch out for. So one of the guys who just jumps off the page to me consistently, and I I was a a fan of his, and I thought that the Patriots should have gone harder after him. They tried to sign him a couple of times over the course of his career, is Emmanuel Sanders. Tell me about the kind of year that he's had and the overall importance to him within the Bills offensive framework. So for him, he's had an interesting season. It's been a little up and down. To start the season, he looked really good. He was getting some of those big catches, making some big plays in the red zone. He's kind of tailed off as the season's gone on. I don't know if that's his age, if it's a combination of the Bills' sort of woes on the offense. I think that's been probably the biggest reason for Sanders' struggles. But his impact is impressive because the fact of the matter is He gets guys off of Stefan Diggs' back. And there's no question, the last couple weeks, we've seen Diggs start to catapult. He's starting to make huge plays all over the field. And part of that reason is Sanders. So it's one of those guys where even if he's not making those big catches, he's certainly making an impact on and off the field. To my mind, one of the reasons for the Patriots' success over the last six games, one of, not the only reason, but one of the reasons, is their special teams. They've been able to really do a good job tilting the field, giving opponents some really lousy starting field position to kind of open up their drives, make things a little bit easier on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Give me a snapshot of of Buffalo's special teams as it exists at this point in the season. Is this a group that is, you know, among the best, middle of the pack, a little, you know, kind of underperforming? Where do they rank, not just in terms of, you know, punting and kicking, but their, their return units as well? I think they would probably be middle of the pack. I don't think there's anything exponentially impressive about this special teams. I think we have a really good kicker in Tyler Bass, and that's probably the best part of our special teams. He's been really good since entering the league. He's been really consistent for the Bills. 
He's been consistent in deep kicks as well. He's been good in the cold, good in the, in the heat. He's been a really, really good kicker. Outside of him, there isn't a whole lot to be so excited about. We had Isaiah McKenzie start the season as our kick returner. We've now moved away from him to rookie Marquez Stevenson, who has blazing speed, but we really didn't see a lot from him in his first game just last week. He did drop a punt, although he managed to recover it. But definitely there are some concerns there. So I think when we look at this special teams unit, I do not think the Bills have a great special teams unit that any team should be concerned about. I think the best part of this Bills team was our defense. But of course, we really just don't know what that is without Tredavious White. And we have our offense, which should be explosive, but they haven't quite gotten to that point, at least not consistently this season. Well, Jake, I, I will say this and just kind of wrap it up here. I, I echo your statement from, you know, that, that you made off the top that this is in many ways a, a season defining game. And I'll, I'll say this as well. When the schedule came out at the start of the 2021 season and you go down and you kind of run down, you know, the highlight games, the games that you want to look for, obviously from a New England perspective, it started with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. It included games against Dallas and, you know, there's some other highlights on the schedule, but this game for me, and I think for an awful lot of other people, this is one of the marquee games of the year. And it's not just because it's on Monday night, but in a lot of ways, this game, and then the game in a couple of weeks in Foxborough as well, these games are going to go a long way toward not only defining what the AFC East looks like this year, but they're going to have a massive impact on the AFC playoff picture, I really think, as a whole. Absolutely. This this is as big of a game as, as you would see. It's also exciting. Although I wish the Bills were a heavy favorite in this game, it does make this an exciting week. I mean, Knowing that it's Monday night, I'm just getting amped up and more amped up every single day that we get closer to that primetime game. It's exciting that late in the season, you have such an important game here, such a crucial game for both organizations. I think this game means a lot to both organizations, but it means something completely different. For the Buffalo Bills, it means a step forward. It means finally securing this AFC East division and making sure that they are the kings of this division. For the New England Patriots, it's saying, hey, don't forget about us. We are still a really strong organization, even without Tom Brady, because we have a new guy in town and his name is Mac Jones. I think the phrase that I keep coming back to, and it's true for both teams going into this one, is validation. And, and again, this is one of two that are coming up over the next month. And I don't want to put too much into one game because as we know, week to week, month to month, things could take, you know, huge swings back and forth. But I think if one of these two teams sweeps this series, sweeps this two game series, I think there is a tremendous amount of validation for both of them going forward. Like you said, Buffalo gets that level of validation because they've been able to knock off the Patriots and really establish themselves as the kings of the AFC East. If New England's able to swing it back in the other direction, if they take both of these, then I think from a New England perspective, this certainly shapes up to be a, a, a team that is capable of playing deep into January. So I think there's a lot at stake here for both teams. It's going to be awfully fun. It's going to be a compelling ball game. I, I, I think it's going to be an awful lot of fun to watch. Jake, thanks again for taking the time to do this. Let people know where they can read your work, hear you, and follow you on social media. For sure. Check me out at Jay Fertinsky NFL on Twitter. You can also check out my show at Herd and 10. 
we put episodes out every single Wednesday. So even if you're a Patriots fan and you just want to see what's going on in Buffalo Bills world, check us out. Check our show out. It's out every single week on YouTube, on Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts at Herd and 10. Jake, thank you so much again. Hopefully we can hook this up down the road in a couple of weeks when we get game two of this big two-game set between the Bills and the Patriots. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.